Good morning, Mountain Park. My name is Alan, and I figured might as well catch some of this beautiful sunshine. I'm out here trying to get a little bit even more tan. I know I'm already quite tanned, but just trying to, to add to my tan out here. There's a couple pieces of reality with life right now. We might as well enjoy outside, enjoy the, the beautiful sunshine. There are fewer places to go, fewer things to do, and so why not enjoy the weather that we have? The second thing is that we live in Phoenix. The weather has been absolutely gorgeous throughout the quarantine time. Of course, it's getting hotter now, but so far it's been quite beautiful, and so why not just enjoy the beautiful sunshine? What I want to do this morning with you is I want to start off by playing a game. And it's a game of opposites. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say a word, and, and I just want you to say the opposite of that word. Just go ahead and blurt it uh, out loud, right where you are. Just say the opposite of the word, okay? Okay, it'll be fun. Ready? Hot. Good. See, that was an easy one. Sunshine. Moonshine is not the opposite of sunshine. What, what's wrong with you? Okay, how about blue? Ah, okay, good. How about Iron Man? What's the opposite of Iron Man? Hmm. How about virus? How about pandemic? What's the opposite of pandemic? I want to take a look at a verse in Scripture today that is actually filled with opposites. The verse is found in the book of John, chapter 10, John chapter 10, verse 10, and this is a verse that many of us are familiar with. When I read it, I want you to see if you can identify some of the opposites in here, okay? See if you can identify. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Jesus is talking. He says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. We have life and death. We have the, the shepherd and the thief. We have giving and taking. Many opposites here in this story. Like I said, many of us are familiar with this, uh, this verse, and we love it. We love the second part. The second part we love. The first part we maybe are not all that interested in, but we cannot understand the second part unless we understand the first part. We can't get the second part unless we engage with the first part. We have something around here called One of the Twelve. One of the Twelve is a three-year discipleship program that we have developed here at Mountain Park. It's broken up into six 18-week sessions over the three years. And you don't have to commit to the whole three-year three deal. You can just do one of the 18-week sessions. But anyway, at each of the sessions, we, do, we read two books one classic book, and then one current book. In the current session that we're in, this is one of the books that we are reading. It's called Waking the Dead by John Eldridge. And basically this book could be summarized, it could be summed up by a line from the movie Braveheart, that every man dies, but not every man truly lives. That the idea of, of the difference between life and death, it's not just about whether or not we are breathing. There's so much more going on. Here's a uh, quote from early on in this book. He's saying that the offer from Jesus is life. But you and I, we're going to have to fight for it. Because there's an enemy in your life 
with a different agenda. There is something set against us. We are at war. Now, you might think Eldridge is overly dramatic. He's overly theatrical. Well, what about C.S. Lewis? Now, there's a guy who's got his, his head screwed on straight, right? Here's a quote from C.S. Lewis. One of the things that surprised me when I first read the New Testament seriously was that it talks so much about a dark power in the universe, a mighty evil spirit who was held to be the power behind death and disease and sin. The difference is that Christianity thinks this dark power was created by God and was good when he was created and went wrong. Christianity agrees this universe is at war. Now you may think, well, well, C.S. Lewis, he, he's too academic. Well, let's, let's see what Jesus has to say about this, whether or not there's some kind of battle going on. There's a thief who comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. There's no getting around it. There is a thief. There is an enemy. There is opposition. There is a spiritual war going on around us. And it is consistent throughout Scripture. It's not just one verse here or there. You think about any time in the Bible when an angel shows up, what is the response for the people who see the angel? Fear. That the angel every time has to say, do not fear. Do not fear. That's because angels are not chubby babies with little bows and arrows. <laughs> Angels are warriors because there is a war going on. There is a spiritual battle going on. Now, you may not connect with that. That all might sound like, you know, kahui. But do you ever feel like there's something that seems to consistently have a hold of you? Just, it's some addiction, it is some insecurity, it is some emotional response that consistently is part of your journey. And you don't want it there, but it continues to have a presence in your life. Something that you wish you had more control over. It doesn't matter how old you get, how mature you get, how strong you get, that there seems to be opposition. It's almost like there's something that is trying to steal or kill or destroy. Here, let me uh, leave this setting here. I, I want to show you something. Uh, I shouldn't do that in a chair. We're all learning here. <clears throat> I am, uh, we've been in a series called The Challenge of Jesus. And the whole series is about Jesus challenging us to go from here to there, to make movements, to to, to uh, invite us to grow from here to there. He loves us being here, right where we are. He loves us exactly where we are, but he wants us to be there. The here to there that we're looking at this morning is from a civilian to a soldier. From a civilian to a soldier. There's nothing wrong with being a civilian. Everyone starts off as a civilian. Every soldier was once a civilian. A civilian is, is aware of the battle, perhaps, is maybe even concerned about the battle. A civilian is certainly affected by the reality of the battle, but a civilian is not engaged in the battle. A soldier, on the other hand, is, is absolutely, of course, engaged in the, in the battle. 
A soldier is what we've been talking about in this series all along. It's the there with all of the from here to theirs. It's the there in all that we've been talking about. In week one, we talked about moving from external uh, actions to internal motives. And so the, the, the there, the, the, the soldier part, is what's happening inside, what's happening with our hearts. The subtitle of the Waking the Dead book by John Eldridge is, 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 about, is about the secret to a heart fully alive. The secret to a heart fully alive. So it understands that this movement from civilian to soldier is, is what unleashes our heart. It's the internal motives of, of all that's going on. And then we talked about the here to there from, uh, from self to sacrifice. Of course it is a sacrifice to, to lay your life on the line as a soldier. Last week we talked about the movement from safe to dangerous. It's way safer to remain a civilian. You all know the story of the, the Civil War, that the first major battle in the Civil War was the Battle of Bull Run. And it was tragically nicknamed the Picnic Battle because many people came from Washington, D.C., including many congressmen. They would take uh, hour long, multiple hour long chariot rides to the area where the battle was going to take place. And, and they, would, they would sit up on a hill like this and the battle would be going on down there. They would gather up on a hill and it's called the Picnic Battle because they brought food, they brought picnic baskets and would eat food watching the battle happen. Apparently there were even people who came with extra food and walked around selling the food like it was a baseball game. It's, it's unbelievable this, 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 uh, this story, the battle of Bull Run. We can either sit and watch the battle as civilians or we can actually participate in the battle as soldiers. Now, if you're new to this whole Christian thing, this might sound like a bait and switch. Come and follow Jesus. It's, it's a wonderful experience. And then once you do, then we say, suit up, soldier. But it's not a bait and switch. This battle is happening whether we choose to be engaged with it or not. The stealing and the killing and the destroying in terms of our, our, our families, etc. It, it's happening whether we choose to be involved with it and do something about it or not. It is not a bait and switch. It's simply a movement from being unaware to being aware of what's actually happening. If you've been with me for a while, you, you know that I love the movie The Matrix. It's this incredible metaphor for the spiritual warfare that's going on around us. That we can either choose to take the blue pill and remain in blissful ignorance, or we can take the red pill and realize, fully discover, and live out what's actually happening around us. Not just in the physical world, but in the spiritual world uh, around us. The reality is that, that, that we don't have to. We don't have to engage in this battle. It is, it's not mandatory for us. If we don't do it, we, our names will not be removed from the book of life. We don't have to do five tours of duty in this battle. It's an invitation. It is simply an invitation. We don't have to, 
but it's an invitation from civilian to soldier, from being unaware to being aware, from taking the blue pill to taking the red pill. So why would we do that? Why would we step up to that call? Why would we make the transition from civilian to soldier? Why would we wanna pass up on the basking in the beauty of the sunshine and enter into the battle? Well, first of all, because there's a thief who comes to steal and kill and destroy. This isn't just a game. He wants to take you out. He wants your heart. He will take you out. He will take out your marriage. He will take out your kids, your grandkids. You can either just sit back and let it happen, or you can stand up and fight. Secondly, the second part of that verse, Jesus comes that we may have life and have it to the full. That this invitation to be a soldier is to be part of life to its fullness. For those of you who have a, a journal, just take a look at the title of it. The, the title of this and all of our different colored journals is Realize Your Role in God's Story. Essentially, that, that's what I'm talking about here, here this morning, that your role is that of a soldier. And what we need to do is understand what that story is. How can we realize our role in the story unless we know what that story is? That the story of Jesus is not just the story of Christmas and Easter, that throughout the whole story, there is an adversary, there's an antagonist who shows up in the Garden of Eden, who tortures Job, who tempts Jesus, who twists Judas. We need to understand the fullness of the story, both the good and the bad, and understand that we have, to, we have a role to play in that grand epic battle. It is not okay for you to remain a civilian. And Jesus wants to challenge us into this role of being a soldier. This uniform that I'm wearing here today, it says Cooper here. It is the uniform of Jim Cooper, someone who many of you know is a part of our church. This is what he wore as an army ranger. When I told my kids that I was going to do this, wear this as a part of the service here today, my son said, Dad, be careful with stolen valor, with the whole idea of wearing this uniform and taking any honor or glory from those who actually wore these uniforms. And, and it's absolutely true. I do not want to give the impression that, that I actually wore this. I was not an American soldier. Come to think of it, on the transition of civilian to soldier, I'm, I'm not a civilian either. I'm not, I'm not an American citizen. But that's a whole other story. The, the point that I want to make here is that, no, I'm, I'm not an American soldier. But I am a soldier in the kingdom. That's part of my role, is to, is to, is to fight this fight. And Jesus continues to develop me and move me and challenge me towards, uh, towards being a soldier. The movement from being a civilian to being a soldier. So what about you? Are you up for the challenge? Are you up for the challenge of what this means? What this looks like? Soldier? Some of you are, are, are all over this. You, you, you wake up in the morning and you know that there's a battle going on and it is part of your story. Some of you fully get this. Others of you, not so much, you maybe don't like this part of the story. For me, I didn't learn this part of the story until 
I was a follower of Jesus for many, many years. And when I learned that there actually is a spiritual battle going on all around us, my thought was, why didn't anyone tell me? If that's truly what's happening, why didn't anyone tell me? Well, today, folks, we're telling you. And it is consistent throughout Scripture. There is a battle going on. And you have a role to play as a soldier. Now you know. Will you pray with me? Father God, I thank you that there is this blend throughout the story, this blend of, of, of basking in, in the sun and enjoying life and enjoying all that there is to life. And there's a balance in, in your story in Scripture that there's also a very difficult part of this journey. There is a fight. There is a battle to be fought. And so, Father, I pray that you'd give us uh, the, the proper balance on that here today, that we would challenge us to enjoy life, enjoy all that life has to offer, and to be open to how you want to use us as a soldier for your purposes, for your kingdom. God, would you lead us, guide us. You are the commander-in-chief. We trust you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. So thankful that you joined with us here this morning. I pray that this week is not one where there are fights and battles in your home. I pray that you will fight against that and have a fabulous, fabulous week. We'll see you next time.